0: Welcome back to another episode of the NES Experience. This week we are talking about Ned's Declassified Guide to the Grocery Store Survival Guide. And we're just going to get right into it. Ned, tell us about the grocery store.
1: So I want to talk about the grocery store. The reason why I want to do that is, A, it kind of applies to everyone. Whether you're a NARP, it's okay to be a NARP. We love NARPs. Uh, Or you're an athlete Or you're generally anyone, we all go to the grocery store. And assuming that you're not on the super weight gain program, you wanna make sure that you are dodging some of the things that are going on in there. So, one thing that I brought up, well, one thing that you brought up to me that a lot of people bring up to me that I don't even remember saying because I thought it was kind of common sense, but shop the outer aisles. Um, all the good things that you need are on the, on the, on the outside. Once you step into the inside, that's when you have problems. The meals that we're building, the main components and the most important parts of the meals are on the outside. So our lean proteins that we're going to eat, we don't generally want to eat the protein out of a can outside of, you know, your tuna in a can. I don't want to go through, I'm not counting beans as protein, but that would count, but you're gonna. You want to get your dairy, your fruits, your vegetables, your protein, um, all from the outside, and you want to build your meals from. And I would call it the, from the outside in. So first, you say, "All right, what do I need? I need chicken, beef, you know, fish or pork. Even though we don't like pork because that's a shitty protein, uh, but it tastes good. Bacon. So." On the outside, what you do want to skip is the deli and the bakery section. No good things come from the deli and the bakery section. So I'm speaking from a big beefy guy, you know, has no problem taking out a sleeve of Oreos in four to five minutes and a blackout eat at midnight, uh, which is why I don't put them in the house. You want to, you got to avoid the places where you're going to crack. Also, side tangent, don't go to the grocery store hungry. I just went to Aldi's and bought like $98 and shit uh, because I was supposed to go home and eat dinner and said I slid in there. So don't go. If you're if you're a big person, don't go to the grocery store hungry. It's a terrible idea. Uh, you're going to buy twice the amount of food. And when you're looking at the quality and the selection of it, you're, you're just not, your mind isn't right. So the main parts of the meals on the outside basically you're going to find the only thing you're going to go in the inside for your main meal is your carb and a lot of the carbs are outside so your things like your you know potatoes is kind of a base carb that you would use that's even on the outside so really we're looking at rice now things in the in the inside you got your bread so whole wheat bread um whole wheat bagels english muffins and wraps if you use those because we are being weight conscious i don't i don't buy into the whole wheat wrap anymore done with that shit tastes like shit long-term sustainability i have 10 years of me trying to mess with the whole wheat wrap in general the wraps are lower carbs i also, i usually recommend people to get the smaller wraps and you always want to just stuff your wrap with a whole bunch of protein So when you, the protein's gonna slow down the absorption of the wrap, um, they have a place. And, but what you can't do is get the 16 inch diameter wrap that's, you know, three times the size of your head that's got like 90 grams of carbs in it, unless you're a weight gain guy. Your beans and rice. So obviously with rice, we're always going brown rice and then we're all about ourselves some beans. Snacks, so your protein granola, your protein bars, your Bella Vita bars, pre-workout, things like that. And then condiments. So your honey, your peanut butter, and jelly. I'm a big condiment guy. Ever the people are like, Oh, I I can't eat barbecue sauce because it's got too much sugar in it. Well, just don't eat a whole bunch of fucking barbecue sauce. Just put a little bit of a, if I'm eating some plain dry ass chicken. I'm putting something on it or I'm dipping it in something. But just don't be an asshole when it comes to portioning it out. Yes, if you eat... I had a kid in college. He would go through a 54-ounce bottle of, of ketchup every week. You're a you're a ketchup guy? I, I'm a huge ketchup guy. No, I wasn't talking about you because I didn't know you in college. But no, this kid... There's no... Fi- This is the, I'm talking the 64 ounce monster sized ketchup in a week. You didn't, you used to do that? You know, I mean, when I used to eat,
0: you know, more cheeseburgers and when it was baseball season, I had to make hot dogs and stuff because I was a little superstitious about the playoffs. We'd, we'd kill a a
1: bottle of ketchup or two. Oh, it's gross. Um, if you're that type of guy, it actually has more lycopene than real tomatoes. At least that's what Hunts and Heinz are pitching. So yeah, condiments and sauces, use them. Just don't be an asshole about it and use a little bit. But outside of that, there's there's not a lot else that you really want to dabble with. Your Barilla whole wheat thin spaghetti, they should be sending me checks for endorsing their product and making everybody buy it the best thin spaghetti uh, that... Even an Italian in Sicily in a blind taste test couldn't, uh, with some good sauce, wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. You, but most of it is carbs, canned shit, and junk. And then it goes back to skipping the aisles. Man, don't go down the cookie aisle. Do not go down the aisle. Don't even go down the chip aisle. That Don't even go down there. Can't find shit. What are you going to do? Walk all the way in there and get the baked lays, the baked Cheetos that just aren't Aren't nearly as good as the regular ones. Or you could go with some throwback 1980s nutrition and get pretzels because everybody in the 80s had pretzels in their lunch because that was the healthy option. I guess it would be one tick better than your Fritos and Doritos and all your delightful shit. But make your meals on the outside and fill them in on the inside. And when you're in the inside, make sure that they're whole grains, slower absorbing, and things like that. Follow. I do. Uh for meats, what do you think of
0: like chicken thighs, chicken wings, chicken drumsticks?
1: I am a all chicken guy. So back that's some nineteen eighties nutritional bullshit. Oh dark meat, more fat, more carrot. Yeah, more taste. It's like juicy. Is, I mean I mostly get chicken breasts because I can get my five pounds of GMO'd 19 ounce chicken breasts for 2.99 Because I'm not bougie and I ain't got that money to pay You know eight dollars a pound for the organic shit um If you can by all means it does it looks better I mean you've seen the size of these chicken breasts going on. I can't I don't know what Chicken steroids that they're doing to these chickens, but just massive like I weigh them Just for shits and giggles. I'll pull the biggest one out of a pack and like what half of a chicken boob is is a pound and a half two pounds you have four pounds in chest you chicken they're doing the same regimen that the liver king was on yeah maybe that's it um but yeah no to chicken thighs like here's the thing like you got to figure out if you want to deal with bones or not bones but whole roaster chickens like um that is more that's 80s nutritional yah yah. You want to roll, you can roll with anything that you want. We're not bodybuilding. If you're trying to bodybuild this, then yes, you can't have the extra calories and fat um, from that. But going with breast, thighs, wings, I mean making your own wings at home. If your option is to eat a whole pizza or to go buy you know, some wings and figure out how to make you know, your own buffalo wings or there's healthy ways to make wings, you can Google it with your honey your honey ginger and your lemon and doing all things like that and you bake some wings and just smash a bunch of wings like it's making it's being in a situation and and making the right a better move you're gonna have less ramifications from eating a whole bunch of wings that's why i tell beefy people to like if you're what are you going to do when you're at the super bowl party or christmas yo eat the wings because they are high protein good calories, you feel satisfied, you're not the asshole in the corner that's, you know, drinking a water and not eating anything because you don't want to mess up, so I'm, I'm a chicken everything guy. Give me another one.
0: Uh, another one. What kind of cuts of steak do you like? Like, I mean, not personally, but I mean, you know, to buy at the grocery store.
1: I usually tell people you want to go with filet, but who's got... $28 a pound is this where I do the thank Biden thing and then you give me a weird look that I shouldn't say that over the air or no
0: no I mean uh, yeah you can thank whoever you like I I
1: still do the thanks Obama jokes assuming you don't have $28 for a pound of filet and you'll want to go with uh, I, I don't even want to talk about meat prices right now uh, sirloin is a good option uh, you, the things that cause troubles would be your porterhouse, ribeye, T-bone, those yummy, tasty steaks with a whole bunch of marbling that's the calories through the roof. So something like a flank or a skirt steak. Um, and you can't get all the shit that's like $4 a pound, like cube steak. Like you got to be my grandmother to know how to make, you know, some of that super lean steak it's chewing. It tastes like leather. So it's trying to find a steak with enough fat to be able to get it down, but not excessive amounts of fat that you don't need. And that usually gives you your, you know, your sirloin filet that's going to be the lowest fat. But what you could do is just not eat, you know, don't eat an excessive amount of ounces of the marbled steak if you decide to go with that. But the big thing is red meat triggers inflammation and slows down recovery time. So if you're repairing from an ACL injury and you smash a whole bunch of burgers and steak every day, that's probably not helping your case on the uh, the speed up of the recovery time. So you got to think about that also.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I actually can make a good cube steak. I used to get the the real cheap cuts of steak when I was just first learning to cook because I didn't want to fuck them up too much. Like, you know, it's just brutal when you fuck up a good filet. I don't have to worry about, you know, certain people listening to this, which is very nice. But I went over a Christmas day lunch kind of thing where they made a a London broil and they fucking left it in the oven for eight hours. And it was gray, like a cow shouldn't have died for that. Anyways, yeah, the, the kind of cuts of steak you got and the ways you cook them are very important.
1: Um, so that covers like in-house, but other bullet points that are just fun facts I like to throw out to people, your, your end caps typically are the highest margin product and generally are the most unhealthy. So your, your processed refined foods that taste really good, like your Doritos, Like those are going to be on the end cap and the townhouse crackers. Those are the things that they put on sale. They're the cheapest to make and they're the most unhealthy. So watch out for your end caps. Uh, Understand that the aisles are designed to get you to buy the products with the highest profit margins. And those are typically located where you want to see them. So right at eye level, the, what you're staring at, it's probably going to taste good. It's going to be unhealthy. And they did that on purpose. So if you look at the cereal aisle and, the, and you're going to see, you know, your lucky charms and your, and your fruit loops at a lower eye level, then you're going to see, you know, other things they put, you know, your healthy cereal options are, are going to be at eye level. Um, Along with your standard high product or high profit margin things like Rice Krispies, Cheerios, um, Chex, all the various general mills, non-sweetened cereal that has margins but really isn't healthy. And then if you lift your head a little bit, you'll see, you know, your healthy stuff. It's at the top. And it's expensive. It's never on sale. Um, And... That's high. So that's one example of them designing an aisle to try and get you to pick the wrong thing. That's going to make them the most money because their job is to make money and definitely not bag your groceries. That was a shot. That was a shot on the I'm a former bagger. So it pisses me off that I have to pay these inflated prices and bag my own groceries. But now they win because I get to the point where the people go so slow, the live people go so slow, and they're so damn rude that why go, why wait in the line and take it longer? I can shave 10 minutes off my day if I just go back to 1995 and scan and bag myself. So that has nothing to do with this, but... Um, another thing is checkout, boy, they got that all figured out. Your dopamine levels are super low. You're dying of hunger. You're at Aldi's, you're looking around, you're at the belt, you're just grabbing shit and throwing it on there. Notice that everything at the front of the counter, it's all small. So they can give you the biggest variety of, of types of things that, when your belt is all filled for from all the excessive amounts of food that you bought when you were hungry you can always slide three or four snicker bars and fit them on that belt you don't see the gallon jugs of water in that line no oh, I was going to get that water but can't can't fit it on there so all those little things from your lighters to your little kids toys so when i go to dollar tree It's the last chance of, ooh, can I have this? Ooh, can I have this? It's all designed at their eye level for them to be able to grab all this bullshit that they don't need or create a fight in the store because that's happened before. Put that shit down. Um, Everything that you do when you walk in, it's a business. You hear me say that all the time. They're designing it for you to buy generally the most unhealthy products. And don't think because when you first walk in... You see the produce. Don't think that they're trying to fool you into some healthy trip to the grocery store. That is done for a reason. Um, fruit and produce is inviting. Mood lifter, you follow me? Um, and I'm sure they have 15 other things, reasons why. But it ain't because they want you to come in there and buy all that shit. That's the shit that goes bad. Um that they have, are we going to refrigerate this, are we not, when are we going to, how long can we pass off all the shit that's going to expire beforehand, better yet, Ned, just take those raspberries home and... We're not going to tell you because we don't walk around the grocery store and check the the food quality, but your kids do. So when you pay that $4 for a pint of, of raspberries and you bring them home and your kids tell you, I don't want this one, it's rotten. I don't want that one, it's rotten. They gotcha. But maybe you should just pay someone to look at the fucking food in your grocery store and not sell me, you already inflated the price. Can you at least give me shit like... I paid four dollars for raspberries that I threw away. Are you serious right now? Won't be given a shout out to <laughs> anytime soon in Cheshire. Can I get sued for that?
0: I'll bleep it out so we we won't. But you can't say you're not going to shout someone out and then immediately say the name right after. That's shout, That's literally shouting
1: them out. It was it was a joke. It was I'm shouting them out, but really I'm talking shit about the fucking. Cheshire,
0: I'll have to bleep that out too. But those were two
1: different stores. Oh, I said two different ones. Yep. Oh, I take away Shoprite. Shoprite's actually a very good grocery store. I've had good experiences with them.
0: Well, we'll we'll I'll leave that one in. So shout out Shoprite. Good for you guys. Um, good for you. Justice is served. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I guess before we go, uh, is there any advice you'd give, uh, you know, just kind of like diet or food advice
1: the last few days before the new year? The best advice is don't be an asshole. Eat and enjoy things. Food's fun. Food's social. Just don't overdo it. Uh, But don't be the one that's sitting there like, oh, but I can only eat a sweet potato. Can't have any carbs and all that bullshit. But... I mean, if you handle your business around the holidays, then you should be, you don't have to worry about your holidays. Smashing food on Christmas Day doesn't set you, you're not, you're not, it's not like you're, out to, oh, I was skinny, now I'm fat because of Christmas Day. Now you do got to look at the fact that it's linked. So the problem is people's inability to hit the reset button. Which means Christmas Day, do whatever you want to do. But that week in between Christmas, work out. And don't eat like an asshole. 31st, go do your thing. Uh, January 1st is the easiest reset button of the year. So the big thing is you got to hit the reset button. So do whatever you want. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then January 2nd, um... You just flip it and it's done and it's over. And honestly, you abuse your body so much, you shouldn't roll in January 2nd and want to eat massive amounts of garbage because a trick is you actually want to not eat. You want to fast because you really shouldn't be that hungry because you probably overate on the 31st and the 1st. Fasting is a good reset button. And I also, if you are a NARP, uh, I'm a big fan of fasting on, I'm a, I actually try and fast on Mondays. I basically try and take it to Monday night. Why? Because I'm most likely to eat unhealthy or too much on Wonderful Football Sunday. So I try and do some sort of fast um, every Monday. And fasting, as long as you're doing it for not a week, but a 24-hour fast kind of ramps everything up and it makes use of all the excess. I mean, some of it is going to get stored as fat, but you're just making use of all the the additional food that you ate the prior two days. So that's all I got. All right, then I guess that'll do it for this
0: episode of the NES experience. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We appreciate you listening this year. We wish you a happy new year and good things to come in 2023. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast also this year or in 2023 in the beginning, uh, preferably. And also leave a comment. Comments are terrific and reviews are even better. So yeah, we will see you (laughs) next week.